Nothing else. They they have too much stuff going on, right? They wouldn't sue us. They no, wouldn't be. They wouldn't. They no. They're too busy. They wouldn't have time. They wouldn't be like, yeah, let's like Disney would sue us if we used some type of Disney thing. I don't think Pink Floyd, the members specifically, would sue us, but I don't trust their record company not to sue us. I made a video once with Cameron about WWE, uh-huh. and I put it up, and I was like, all right, cool. This is gonna be good, and. Uh, the next morning, I uploaded it at like midnight, mm-hmm. woke up at 9.30 the next morning and checked to see, and it was gone because WWE had put a copyright claim. Really? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, this is a, a channel with two followers. That, and, that team is like and no, watching like, everything. I Yeah, so I don't know if it was like an algorithm wow. where like it just like popped up like, hey, you didn't pay for this. Probably an algorithm. I, don't, I think they have like a bunch of wrestlers at computers. Their social media <laughs> team is just, is just That's dedicated. Strong. Holy shit. All right, guys, welcome in to Bet On It. This is going to be a show about sports, gambling, and, of course, sports gambling. All three people. Uh, all four, yeah, all four or five people listening will really, really pick on it. Out there. So I am Dustin Brewer. Uh, this is Bet On It. Joining me is Lo- Logan Doherty. Doherty? Hey, you said my name right. Is it Doherty? Nobody ever says it right. Really? I'm impressed. I, I, didn't, I thought it might have been wrong. I thought, so this is a podcast about losing money, basically. That, yeah, that's pretty much it. Sports gambling is getting more legal by the minute, yeah, and fun. and people are losing money at just a historic rate. And so we thought, what better way to to get in here than to shared experiences on yeah, losing money? We're gonna help you lose your money faster. That's what that's what we're doing here. Uh, we might occasionally hit on good ideas. Yeah, but we won't. Um, if anyone out there bet on the Bears, I'm sure you know how we feel right now. Oh, not just the Bears. If you bet on any of the big favorites last week, yeah, Kansas are, City, the big Kansas now. City, the Bears, the Rams, all just heartbreaking mm-hmm. losses. Kansas City got shut down. I th- the other two were a little yeah. more heart heartbreaking. Like Kansas City, like that one was probably tough because you had to watch that whole game. Like, oh, this team is getting destroyed right now. Well, the funny thing is, I watched the Greg Zerline kick and I thought to myself, "Wow, he really just went into like millions of people's wallets and took their cash." Oh, that's true. I forgot that that's how that game ended because it was last week. It, <laughs> it was so devastating. The Thursday games, actually. The- well, you know what? To be fair, they covered. The, if you did, yeah. I had them if, winning outright. If you took the one and a half points, they covered. I had them winning outright. I did too. Uh, yeah, my no, my stupid ass, my bet last week was uh, no, it wasn't stupid because they would have won if they just kicked the forty four yard field goal. Oh no, my bet was Rams yeah. outright, and I tied that with Browns outright, and uh, I'm really glad I didn't. You really fucked up that Browns one. I'm glad that Rams uh, <laughs> that Rams pick like was ended it, so I didn't have to watch the. There's no hope. Yeah, exactly. That it wasn't like all right, Browns pull this off. Let's you know what you would have done? You would have having the Rams win. You would have turned on the game the San Francisco-Cleveland game, and as soon as Matt Breida pulled off that 83-yard run, you would have turned the TV off. I probably, you would have been like, this is exactly how this is going to go. I probably would have turned it off sooner, because... That was that the first, first play of the game. That first, no, that was the Niners' first play. The, the Browns had their Did first they have drive. first? Yeah, and it was like, oh, okay, the 49ers' defense is going to just take their lunch money for the next mm. 60 minutes. Let's do this. Like, yeah, it's Nick Bosa time. I have Baker in uh, one of my fantasy teams. You want to guess how many points he had? Negative two. Negative two. Yeah. 100 yards, two picks, uh, two fumbles, and a lost fumble. He fumbled twice? He fumbled twice. He's, he's trash. Fell right nice. No, he's trash, dude. Someone said he's Tim Tebow without Jesus. He, yeah. I'm 100% behind that, but he's shorter, so he can't even see over the O-line. He's the Drew Brees height. He's fine. No, he's not. He's not 6'1", dude. He's like 5'11". Yeah, Drew Brees is not and this one. and he's like measure Drew Brees out without he's cleats. Fat now, dude. Have you seen? He's like put on bad weight. It's because he took he shaved the beard. Everyone's face looks fatter without the beard. 
I disagree. I think the beard makes you look fatter. Oh, uh, see, so, you know, it gives you more defined. I don't know. Big Baker Mayfield is either is neither here nor there, but he uh, is not going to win in Seattle. So then, okay, so that that's a or good place. Cleveland. I'm sorry, they play at home. That's a good place to start here. So, are you ever going to bet on the Browns again? This season, like, are you gonna only bet um, against them, or I'm, I'm are there games? Gonna, I'm I'm only gonna bet on them if they're playing the Dolphins or the Redskins. Okay. Or a divisional game against the Bengals at home. Because in November, <laughs> I'm going to to Ohio to visit some family with my girlfriend. All right. We're gonna see the Browns Bills game. Yeah, Bills are gonna win. And it's so funny because when we were deciding when to go out there, yeah, we specifically picked that game. Right. Because. You thought they were, we were like, win. oh, the Bills, like this this Browns team is gonna just light this Bills team up. Are you kidding me? Josh Allen's a running back with good hair. Like that's it. Like, come <laughs> on. And uh and now I cannot be more nervous that my uh my family and I are gonna be in the dog pound just watching Cleveland get destroyed by that Bills They're not defense. Get destroyed. They're not gonna get destroyed. I don't Their know. defense is great. That Bills defense is not I'm not I don't buy hundred percent into the Bills as a team because I don't like their offense, but <laughs> I think they'll win. It'll probably be like a. It'll probably be a lot like the Tennessee game where it was like seventeen ten, or or like the uh, the Patriots game, but where it's what sixteen ten I think or sixteen nine was the final when Bills played the Patriots, and it was just yeah. a battle of defenses. Yeah. The Bills defense shut down Tom Tom in that offense. Yeah, it'll yeah it'll be similar. To it'll be, it's yeah, it's be and I don't think I'm taking the under. Yeah, that's gonna be an under for sure. Actually, I'm sorry. I just said I wasn't gonna bet on them because I'm not because knowing me taking the under, like Nick Chubb's gonna run for like 200 yards. He'll have yeah 200 yards like there's two or three I don't TDs. Touch, that's one of them. He'll okay. So then we've mentioned the Bills before too. Hmm. So three teams that I don't think anyone expected to be as successful as they are right now are the undefeated 49ers, who just, as we mentioned, destroyed the, uh, destroyed the Browns on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. The Raiders, who are up to 3-2, and two, but have been looking pretty pretty good. The wins that they have are, are pretty quality. I mean, they beat the Colts, and the Colts just beat the Chiefs. So if you're going to do it that way... I yeah. mean, the Raiders hung with the Chiefs for a quarter until they decided to let Pat Mahomes throw for... 300 yards and three touchdowns <laughs> in the flu second quarter. Pat Mahomes. He, they let him have a whole game in the second quarter. I don't, I don't know how that happens. Because of the Raiders. But they're not. They just shut down the Bears in London. Now, that could be London fluke. I think that's a one-off. I that, like, those London games always, I stay away from those because everything, mm-hmm. everything about it's them weird. is, just, is just fluky. Yeah, The Raiders went out there immediately following the win against the Colts last Sunday. They were in London for a week leading up to that game. And the Bears the got yeah the Bears yeah. got there Saturday morning. Oh, I'm it's sure like, that played a factor. It's like a 12 hour flight. Yeah, yeah, there's no way. But um, so then the the other team, the other one we just mentioned, the Bills. Of those three teams, which one would you feel the most confident in betting in? Bills. The Bills over the 49ers. This week. Just in general, going oh, forward. In general, team, if you had to pick one of those three teams to make the deepest playoff run. Oh, playoff run. Um. God, yeah, I guess the 49ers, but I'm not... I don't think they're going to make a deep playoff run. Right. I just... I'm looking at divisions, too. Like, there's no way the Bills are winning that division with the Patriots there. I don't know if the 49ers... I mean, I guess this weekend will tell a lot. The Rams-49ers game will probably be Mm -hmm. a preview of the division, of that division. Um, Seahawks have been good, too, but I don't know. I think it's a three-way... Dude, Seahawks are good. If... uh, I think the Seahawks are going to win the division. If Patrick Mahomes is hurt... Mm-hmm. What would you put on the Raiders winning that division? 
Nothing. You wouldn't put anything on them winning the, the AFC South? No chance, dude. No way. I don't know. The other two teams in that division are the Broncos and the Chargers. Yeah, Broncos are, like, already statistically, they have, like, a 5% chance to win. They would have to win out to... They'd have to yeah, they'd have to win every game. Bron- to, I, I don't consider the Broncos at all, but... And then... Um, who's the other team? The Chargers. The Chargers? No, dude, they lost to the Broncos. They just got dragged. so inconsistent. The Chargers just actually got um, pushed to the XFL. I, they're gonna what? be really they're cool. gonna be XFL now. They're gonna be one of the new. Um, that's not that's not real, is it? No, it's not real. Okay, no, it's yeah. the Redskins. You, the way you said. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I still think the Chiefs are gonna. The reason I don't think uh, the reason I'm not taking the Chiefs this week with Houston is because their defense has so many problems that against an explosive potentially explosive offense like Houston, mm-hmm. I think they can be exploited. exploited. Well, that's and, the thing too. Is they've just frustrated. Jacoby Brissett and held him to his worst game of the season. So like the defense can can show up in in moments and on occasion. The mm-hmm. defense was pretty pretty strong against the Raiders after that first quarter. So like the Chiefs defense has had those games, but they just they're so inconsistent. Yeah, well I mean they lost they almost lost to the Lions because of their defense. Yeah, they just back they, and forth. You know, they still gave up like what, nineteen points? To the Colts, to, to the backup quarterback in the Colts. Really? Oh, he's he's not the backup anymore. Like T. Y. Hilton, is, yeah, he's a great weapon. But T. Y. Like, Hilton on one leg, Marlon Mack, an inconsistent. Well, Marlon Mack really did a lot of the work there. That, their pass defense is not good. Or that, sorry, sorry, sorry. Their the run defense, defense yeah, is no. not good. They're just they're just kind of letting everyone through. Yeah. So this week, um, I don't like. I don't know who the back in Houston is. It's uh, Duke Johnson. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, He's and Carlos solid. Hyde. Carlos Hyde and Duke oh, Johnson are the see, backfield because okay, Lamar so Miller is out. I then I worry about um I worry about them stopping those two. Not that they're like amazing backs, but they're they're good. They're not they're, bad. They're big. They're big, like bulky, strong runners. Yeah, they don't have so there's at least like the recipe for for teams going forward, I'm guessing, is gonna be like that indie game mm. where it's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna run it and we're gonna run it. We're gonna run it more, and we're gonna just own the ball and mm-hmm. take the air out of it, and just limit your limit your offense's plays. Because I read something that said of like the last, there was a stretch in the second half of that Sunday night game where the Colts held the ball for 19 of 22 minutes. Well, that's that's that was the 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 next thing I was gonna say is the Colts set the blueprint for how to beat the Chiefs. It's time of possession. Really, the Lions set it first, and then the the Colts took it. They like, picked up on the it. The Lions and, and, like, walked. So that the Colts could run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. Honestly, I think Houston's going to like run the ball a lot in the first quarter and then go to play action. And then once they're once Kansas City is forced to play man coverage, it's just going to be bombs down the field. And just to take Will Fuller. Yeah. Of all people, Will Fuller, the, fantasy the hero. Double, you know they're going to double DeAndre Hopkins. So they're they, gonna just, they might have to double Will Fuller now after his But they won't be able 53 to because they're going to leave the run with no one in the box. And, hey, decision. When you have a weapon like Will Fuller, mm-hmm. you have to you have to plan accordingly. Conversely, though, you have a, a weapon like Pat Mahomes. You you can make things. Even you, though I do think he's going to be like way more hurt than they're going to let on. I don't think it matters because on one no, ankle he threw a bullet to someone named Byron Pringle. That was never no, heard of that in my life. That was before the injury. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, he's out there making people named Byron Pringle look like superstars. I, I'm not worried that was, at all. That was, dude, that was bad secondary defense. They was, were just yeah. standing around watching. But, um, yeah, so Mahomes, 
came in the week one, and then he had that left ankle injury, or that kind of tweak. Right, he got rolled up on, and it was the Jaguars, right? Uh, it was the Jaguars? So. And he's been, it's been exacerbated twice in one game. There's, he, they're going to say he's fine, but he's not going to be able to, I, I think it's going to affect his deep ball throwing. Because he's not going to be able to plant and, and shift forward onto that left foot. Right. Well, he's definitely not going to be able to move as much. He's not going to be as mobile. No. So then, does that impact how you're betting? Does that change yeah, that's how you taking, feel? that's part of why I'm taking Houston. Houston outright or Houston to cover? Uh, Houston outright. Okay. It's in in Houston or in Kansas City? I think it's in Kansas City. Okay. Because the, the only thing I know about Houston is Deshaun Watson was not sacked at all last weekend. Their O-line's been good. And he threw five touchdowns. It was only the second time in his career that he has not been sacked at all in a game. I forget. Who did they play last week? Last week, I think it was the Falcons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that gives me a little hesitation. But, you know, still offensive line held up. That's good to see. Well, it hasn't been the case of them holding up before. Like, this is the first Oh, you know weekend. what? In one of my parlays, I have them plus six. Uh, and the other one, I have them outright. Kansas City. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. This is an important game for Kansas City because, I mean, if they lose to Houston, then they're going to have real concerns. In right. Terms of they'll defense. lose two in a row. They'll uh-huh. be a little more little more, um, little more, more exposed, a little more holes in the armor, I guess. I don't know if Tiger Kill is playing. Yeah, I don't think he's... They haven't said anything about him yet either. Which I, could be great for my wallet, but... Yeah, right? You don't <laughs> want that. Did you take the over at least? No, I, because, didn't, I didn't touch the over. Because Houston's offense put up 53 last weekend against the, against the Falcons. Against the Falcons. It's not like the Falcons and the Chiefs' defenses are the Chiefs too far off. better than the Falcons. In spurts, when it wants to be. I don't know. We'll see, man. Plus, um, Pat Mahomes on one foot is probably better than, would you say, not Ryan. A quarter, at least half of the league's quarterbacks? If I gave you the option and said you can have this team's quarterback or one-legged Pat Mahomes? I don't, I don't know, because... It's like how much of Pat Mahomes' game is running around. Would and, you and Would you been. rather have Mitch Trubisky or Pat Mahomes on one foot? Um, do I get the Bears' defense too? Do you want Josh <laughs> Rosen? No. Or or I'll Patrick take, Mahomes I'll, I'll on take one Pat foot? Mahomes. I'll take Pat Mahomes. Kirk Cousins. Or Pat Mahomes on I hate one Kirk foot? Cousins. I'll take Pat Mahomes. Mason Rudolph or Devlin Hodges or whoever's going to start a quarterback. For Obviously, the I'm taking Pat Mahomes. I'm just saying. I know it's a good point, but you know it's going to affect him. He reminds me a lot of like a more athletic, stronger arm. Well, maybe not stronger arm, but like a younger, revitalized version of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, see, I was going to go even further and say Brett Favre because if you watch old Brett Favre highlights, uh-huh. it's almost exactly the same. Like. Evading the tackle, avoiding the blitz. Of, I didn't watch a lot of Brett Favre. Under and around, rolls out to his left or his right, throws mm-hmm. it just like... There's not like the crazy athleticism that you would associate with Mahomes. That's now, why I said Rodgers, because Rodgers is a better... But Rodgers would never be like, oh, he threw a no-look pass, or oh, he did... Like, that stuff is crazy, but like, the the ability to create the play even goes so far back as, so as Favre, Favre. if Favre and Rodgers had a baby, his name is Patrick Mahomes. If they had a baby that talked like Kermit the Frog and loved ketchup, Pat Mahomes, right there. <laughs> He's a good kid. He, yeah, good dude. Um, NFL Steph Curry. Did you bet last week? I had my one bet. I had. What did you bet? I bet the Rams and the Browns to win outright. <laughs> I know. Wow. You, like I said, we're here to teach you guys how to lose money. It's, uh, yeah, I have a couple this week that I feel pretty good on. I was going to say you you touched on on Houston and Kansas City before. What are what are some other ones that you're from last week or that, this, week? this week that you're excited about oh. that you that you think people if um, they hear this right now. Before Sunday, what should they go 
throw their money on? Like, what are you like? Okay, here you go, guys. My like, I got you. Week. You're your um, lock. Well, to those people that think that I have any credence to say anything about betting, first of all, betting is is a risk. It's for entertainment. <laughs> Okay, so this is my liability of the week here, or this is my uh, disclaimer. This is accountability. There is risk involved. Accounting if, accountability. If you feel like you have a problem, go get some help. You know, with addict- it can be addictive, but, you know, I don't know anything, so don't take my word for it is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, I really like, obviously, the Saints. Obviously, the Saints against Jacksonville. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. I cannot believe that is even odds. That's a joke. But um, I like them. I really like Philly over Minnesota. Yeah, I have that one as well. Which, again, I don't understand why they're underdogs. They have a better roster overall. Yeah, so they when, have a better coach. So when I saw it, Philly is plus one twenty-five. They're getting three points in Minnesota against the Vikings. They're playing. They're plus. Uh, they're plus one forty-five now. Oh, it's gone. Okay, yeah. even better. Oh so, man, I just saw that. So I don't know if maybe somebody is like not playing or got hurt or something. But I was—I haven't heard anything. They yet. have a better quarterback. They've got a good pass rush. Um, they have—they're the number one rushing team in the NFL. I mean, I guess that Minnesota defense is just getting a lot of respect. But Their defense is ranked top five, right? They're fourth in defense. Um, Philly's defense is ninth, which is still respectable. I—I I mean, a top ten defense against Kirk Cousins, you can't. You can't ignore no, that. No, no, of course not. Like, and the things I look at when I'm like looking at these games, especially these ones that are like um, supposed to be really competitive, close games, are like I look at the coaching, right? I like I like Doug Peterson. I don't even know who the Minnesota coach is. Oh, that's Mike Zimmer. Great, I like. It's, he's Doug a good Peterson. coach. Hey, he's a good coach. He's but, been around yeah. a while, but I don't think he's been very super successful. I like Doug Peterson as the coach, and then I look at quarterback talent. Carson Wentz is so talented if he can stay healthy. If well, he's, that's this, the problem. If he's healthy, he's a super talented quarterback. He's kind of, he kind of reminds me of Andrew Luck. This defense is like tailor made to somehow sack him in the first quarter, and then you see him go into the blue tent or see. Don't him. even say that. I'm right. just saying, like I can see why Minnesota is favored. Mm-hmm. It's at home. It's just they just have three, like plus three. Well, so, I, if I'm being honest, I think their odds were bumped up a little or a little inflated based on last week's performance. Right. Which is interesting because the Eagles just destroyed the jets. Yeah. Their defense had, I think 35 fantasy points. Yeah. Like, well, the, um, 10 sacks. Who did, Oh God, who did, they played the giants. They the played Vikings the, played the giants. The, yeah. The Vikings played cool the giants. Now, right. But I, I think that's a little inflated their odds. And then I look at offensive line. Philly's got a great offensive line because they ran all over Green Bay. Yeah. I, I, First in rushing is usually because of the O-line. Um, and then they've got Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz. Like, they've got a great roster. Their defense is good. Their secondary is like, eh, it's not this. It's solid. It's not the it's no, not yeah, strong it's, it's point. Not the, yeah. But their pass rush is really good. I think Fletcher Cox still plays there, right? He's great. Um, and then Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota's got probably a better defense. But Kirk Cousins, dude. <laughs> and you, you can't, yeah, because Dalvin Minnesota, Cook has been like great this year. Dalvin Cook is like the number one runner. He's yeah, been he's been awesome. No, he's actually not. It's Christian McCaffrey. But oh, now, he's yeah, two. yeah, now he's right. Yeah, but um, it just took two hundred something yards for. Yeah, you know Philly's going to come uh, to stop the run. You know that's going to be their plan. Oh, they would have to. But and it's divisional, so they're going to come ready to just. Uh, I think they're going to upset him at home. But last weekend, even though it was against the Giants, Kirk Cousins, three hundred yards in the first half. 
multiple touchdowns to Thielen, was all over the place, was just throwing it around. I don't know. I don't trust it, man. I feel like before every game, one of the receivers has to come out and just throw Kirk Cousins under the bus. So they'll be on like, a podcast and apologize hey, for targets. Hey, this is a trash team. Like, this is a trash offense. We mm-hmm. can't just run every day. Let's come on. Let's fix this. And then, yeah, then they'll be like, oh, we hashed it out. It's okay. And the next thing you know, <laughs> Stephon Diggs has 14 catches or something. Yeah, I don't know. So, Maybe I mean. they double. They double Thielen, right? Yeah. They would have to, I would think. Yeah, he was the big target last week. He's always the big target. I would love it, personally, if Diggs had a huge game, but they still lost. Because I have Diggs it's on my fantasy For team. fantasy football <laughs> purposes, yeah. That, that greatly impacts betting, too. Um, and then, so that parlay, I have 14. I have four situations to, for a pretty nice payout. But Oh, so you, you're really in on Eagles Eagles over the Vikings. Oh, 100%. Here. Okay. 100%. I think that's a lock. Um, again, we're here to tell you how to lose money. Um, and then the Seattle over Cleveland, I think, will be more competitive than I probably think. But I don't think... Seattle's going to lose that game. I yeah, I really don't know. Russell Wilson is probably the MVP right now. Oh, it's like so good, dude. especially if Mahomes is hurt. He's like playing Mahomes. so good. Uh, they're not going to give MVP to like a running back. It's going to be a quarterback. If Christian McCaffrey goes for twenty three hundred nope. yards, you know why? Thirty combined touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I could see it. He would. I mean, he, if he had a monster season, yeah, first running back since Adrian Peterson. To. I could see it. But um, shout out to Pat McAfee. He made this comparison. He made this idea that. Um, the quarter, the NFL is so quarterback driven, and just from a business standpoint, they're going to give it to a quarterback because if you give it to a running back, then they it, it affects contracts. Yeah, that's true. But that's not what we're talking about. Seattle yeah, is what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that's another. I love Russell Wilson. He's uh, probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. People don't really seem to give him credit for a lot of things. You know, he's been awesome in Seattle since he got into the league. Um. Again, Pete Carroll is a better coach. They've got better quarterback talent. Their roster isn't awesome, but... But he's making guys stars better. out there. Like yeah. He's... he's. I mean, we all knew Tyler Lockett was going to be good. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I, I mean, I kind of hoped TK Metcalf would be good. They've got a good relationship. Because that dude's a unit. I and have him on my team. I he's him been, up early. He's been more, more involved than I think I expected. I would agree with that. The run game has been a little suspect. Chris Carson... Has been putting the ball on the ground. They don't have a good. Rashad Penny's a good runner, but they're not giving him the chances. So, like that's the one thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Cleveland, if they just stack the box against the Browns and don't let Nick Chubb get going and force force Baker out, force him to kind of try to make plays happen, make things happen. I think that. I wonder what I'm going to look at. What uh, Seattle's defense is ranked? They were top twelve last week. I think they were one of the top. Where's this defense? This is Seattle. So are you taking? Yeah, they're, are you, they're fourteen. They're fourteen. Like middle, okay. Of the pack. Are you taking Seattle outright? Are you taking the points? Or are you outright? Outright. I think okay. they're gonna win by a touchdown. Cleveland's like eighteenth defense. They give up a lot of yards, and they're sloppy. It's just, yeah. It's just, Miles Garrett is like a phenomenal pass rusher, but he like shoots himself in the foot with these penalties. He can't not throw someone to the ground viciously. It's, it's, or he's offside. Or he's offside. Or he's. He's hitting low, or he's doing... Yeah, it's, it's... Like, it's great if you get a 10-yard sack, that's awesome, but then if you're offsides and they get a first down or they get five yards back, like, you're kind of if you, shooting oh, yourself in the foot. Even on, like, back-to-back plays, it's like, cool, sack, lost a seven, and then they get a false start, and it's like, all right, well, here's the... Or they get an encroachment, it's like, here's the five. Here's yeah. the five back, here you go. Here you go, man. We're, we're going to sack you, but not really. Yeah, but we'll, we'll just move you back two yards. And then, I mean, Seattle is seventh in total offense. Yeah, they've been explosive. They're fourth in the... They're third or... Uh, they're fourth, sorry. They're fourth in the power rankings. 
they're, I mean, they're a solid team, and Cleveland is uh, 23rd in total offense. Right. How many, and how many points are Cleveland getting in that one? Three. Three? Okay. So that's just the home field advantage, like, Probably. Here's here's the three points because you're the home team. Seattle is... I'm sorry, Seattle only gets two points. Okay. So they're at plus 115, which I think is a joke. Yeah, that's a little... They're inflated for sure. That's a little odd that they would be, yeah. Um, So even just by by virtue of the fact, like taking aside the fact that I don't like the Browns personally, mm-hmm. statistically, they they should not win this game. I'd, yeah, I'd be, I'd be surprised. I do think they're going to play better because... Um, Getting embarrassed on national TV will do that to you. There's like I haven't looked done the numbers to see what the 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 statistics are on it, but statistically, most teams that get embarrassed come back and play better. I still don't think they're gonna play great, but you know what? The also one thing to consider with Cleveland is that they are gonna come out and with a lot of fight in this game because they're at home because this is like everybody's still like, well, okay, what are you gonna do, Cleveland? This like, is kind of a must win, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're going to go into a bye, and then literally the hardest schedule that you could imagine. I know. They have, like, what? They have, like, New England. They have the Bills, I think. Chicago's yeah. in. Or maybe I'm thinking of the... I don't know who... They have a hard schedule coming up. I think I was thinking of the Cowboys' schedule. Oh, no. The, the Cowboys' schedule gets hard, too. Yeah, they have, a, they have a rough one. So does the Bears. The Bears have the hardest schedule, mm-hmm. like, down the stretch. So, yeah. So, Browns-Patriots, Browns-Broncos... Bills, Steelers, Dolphins, Steelers, Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, Bengals. That's actually there's actually a lot of winnable. I take that back. There's a lot of winnable games there. So it's a little more favorable there. They just have to get through this one, and then the bye week, and then the Patriots. That's gonna probably not be pretty. Um, the Bills game, who knows? We'll see where both teams are at. That's in November, and a lot can change in a month. Um, but like Broncos, Steelers twice, Dolphins, Bengals, like. Those are winnable. Those are like you kind of you have to win those if you're gonna try to be taken seriously. Did you know that the Buffalo Bills are third in team passing? In passing? Yeah. No. That's almost like. Uh, Is that from the one half that or the quarter that Matt Barkley played after Josh Allen got crushed? Could be. Um, wait a minute. What is up with this? I don't know if these ranks are. What are you doing to me, NFL? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> team passing. Yeah, that makes sense. Kansas City, Rams, Falcons, Cowboys, Chargers. Yards per game are in order. Kansas City, LA. Oh, maybe I was looking at the wrong list. I don't know. I must have been looking at the wrong list. Maybe I was looking at defense or something. That's okay. But yeah, yeah the Browns. Their schedule is winnable. Mm-hmm. After these these few these next few games are going to be really crucial mm-hmm. because, I mean, any team can go beat up on a on an underdog or on a team trying to tank. So. I mean, while those will be good wins, like yeah. while they need all the wins they can get for all the people that bet them as division winners or yeah. playoff contenders, um, you know, if they can hang with Seattle, I mean, I doubt they'll be able to hang with New England. That's probably going to be a horrible game to watch. Probably, it's not going to be fun. Right? It's I yeah, it's, I think it's I in Whatever. New England I mean, actually, which would be win. even worse. I think the fun thing is going to be who's going to beat the Pats because they're not going to go on sixteen. They have too many injuries. Their O line's like trash. It's not trash, but it's in New England. They're hurt. Oh, it's in New England. Yeah, it is. Pats are gonna win. Yeah. Um, the fourth leg of that parlay, I owe to you. Oh, it's Green Bay Detroit over. I gotta say, I am I am so in on this Monday night game, Detroit. I've I've enjoyed the Lions for years, mm-hmm. and I did not expect the season to be well. These are two throwing dominant teams. 
Maybe, because the Packers just ran all over the Cowboys. That's Aaron, true. Aaron Jones with 100-something yards, that's, four touchdowns. Unbelievable. That's what gives me a lot of confidence that uh, Green Bay's going to score like 28 to 31 points. And then the Lions are going to come right back and probably do the same. Because I, the, I would love to see a Monday Night Football shootout. The Packers... Just touchdown, 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 touchdown. The Packers' defense has looked good in spurts, mm-hmm. but they're not as dominant, I think, as we thought they were. Because the Eagles, who have a pretty pretty good passing attack, was able to expose them pretty regularly. Their run their run game just absolutely ate up the Packers' defense and then opened them up for all sorts of long down-the-field shots. Yeah. And if the Lions can do something similar where they get on Johnson going, kind of get a couple big runs early on, um, Stafford is a completely different quarterback if he has the, the play-action option. Right. When the play-action game is working and he has a couple seconds to throw and make when decisions. When he has just room to breathe. When he, yeah, when he's not like, oh, I have a second to get this ball out or I'm about to like get yeah. destroyed. Uh-huh. He can make make throws with the best of them. Like, as we saw in the Chiefs game a few weeks back, he was going shot for shot with the Chiefs offense. He was hitting. He had the, the connection with Galladay, with Kenny well, Galladay. He won, they hitting. Did, he won an MVP, didn't he? No, no, no. He was well. He had like one huge year. I remember he had for like five thousand yards. The first year I started doing fantasy football, he I drafted him as my quarterback because I had, I had liked him in Georgia. I was like, oh, I like him. He's he's a good, he's a tough dude. And then he threw for like fifty two hundred yards and mm-hmm. like forty touchdowns or something. Jesus. Christ. And I was like, is this the greatest football player that's ever lived? <laughs> is this? Um, um, you know what just made me really happy? So I was looking at this, um, looking at passing. And Minnesota is ranked 29th in passing. But Philly's 21. And then uh, I was looking at, let's see, Detroit and Detroit's 7th in passing, mm-hmm. which lends itself well to an overbet. And then Green Bay's 15th, which surprised me a little bit. But I think a lot of that is just the fact that they ran so much. That and they started slow. They did. They, yeah. they kind of got off to a slower start. But they did, they've been doing really good under Matt LaFleur. I'm surprised that they came out this way. Four and one. They I'd... struggled uh, the first two games, and I think that was Lafleur because uh, they're they played really well in the first two in the first halves, and then just and then once they had to come off the script, yeah, just no they, adjustments, they, no exactly. Um, so yeah, I really like. I really think both teams can score twenty four points pretty pretty easily. So are you taking the over? I'm or taking are you, the over. Are you taking the Lions points? No, I'm taking over. Just take just the over. Are you betting anything else at that game? Or? Over 46 and a half. Yeah. So that means a 20, what is that? It's 24 points a game or a team. Yeah. That's 23 to 24. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty. I think at least doable. one team gets to 30. And there's no way that. I mean, I shouldn't say there's no way because obviously there's a world where the Packers defense somehow absolutely shuts down and embarrasses the Lions and Matt Patricia looks like an idiot on the sideline with his. His pencil on his hat. I feel like you really don't like Matt Patricia. I, 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 I can't say I don't like him because it's not like I've ever met him or I live in a world where I would ever interact oh, with him. My friend. I don't trust him. Green Bay and Detroit, 20, 22nd and 27th respectively in defense. That's, that's what we like to hear. That's I'm going to drink some nice cocktails while I, I'm going to get myself a nice bottle of wine and just crack it open and watch that game. And, watch that game in and silence. Just, and just watch my Bovado account blow up. You're right. That's, <laughs> I can only hope. Um, who do you? Who are you betting this week? All right, so I I have Eagles Minnesota as well. Um, Eagles over Minnesota. Eagles over Minnesota. Points are over outright. Uh, outright, I like the plus one twenty five odds. Um, Lions Packers. I'm gonna bet the Lions. You are taking the Lions. Um, I'm gonna 
I can't decide if I'm going to do the points or the outright. I might do that. Um, I might do one of each. I don't, I'm not going to throw them into parlays, mm-hmm. but I'm going to I'm going to consider betting them outright because plus one eighty five is what what I saw them at. Um, on what? On the oh, just winning outright. Outright, yeah. Plus one eighty five. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can see a world where they win. Like it's not it's not impossible. Yeah. They've beaten Green Bay in Green Bay before. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was hurt on the first play of the game, but they beat him in Green Bay. So. Who knows? Anything can happen. Another... I think they're they're the same time zone, right? Yeah, and the same type of weather. So I don't think the the home field advantage is going to be. It's going to be loud. It's the crowd. Yeah, but... exactly. The crowd, and then the team that has the boost of like, okay, this is Lambo. This is home. Like, yeah. Uh, the one that I really like is Titans Broncos. I'm not picking a winner. I think it's going to be an abysmal game. You take under. I'm taking under thirty nine. Oh, okay. Uh, there's nothing less fun in betting than betting an under. And then watching a game and just cheering for punting and turnovers and ineptitude. That's true. Um, or field goals. But mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a field goal game. I think the Titans defense is too strong for Joe Flacco, of all people. Um, I think it's safe to say that the Broncos offense is not explosive. Explosive is not a word I would use. No. Um, and I think this Titans defense likes to play play bully, I guess, I'll, I'll say. They well... Like, Tennessee, uh, Denver is the seventh ranked defense, and Tennessee is the ninth. Right. With against two very inconsistent, not super talented offenses, I can definitely see how the under. The Broncos also didn't have a turnover forced until week four, and Marcus Mariota is the only quarterback starting right now that has not turned the ball over at all. That's surprising. So I feel I feel like the Titans' game plan is to play it safe. Mm-hmm. Is to Derrick Henry limit? Yeah, Derrick Henry, Bradley Chubb is out um, for the Broncos defense, mm-hmm. so now it's just Von Miller. A little easier to game plan for. Um, the offensive line can hopefully put a little bit more onto him, not having to worry about Chubb now. Um, and I just I think it's going to be a grinding, ugly, not fun to watch game. I can think. I be honest? What I think about that game? I think I think the Titans win like twenty one, like to ten. Not 14. 14? Yeah. So that's 34. That's fine. But I think the Titans score at least 21. And I the reason I didn't touch that game at all is because I think, like, the Titans are inconsistent, but when they're not bad, they're good. They're really good. Like they throw, Oh, yeah. Like, A.J. Brown is a good weapon. Derrick Henry is a great weapon. The, the Denver defense, yeah, they're missing Nick Chubb, so that's going to make an impact. Um, it'll come down to the Titans' offensive line. If they can protect him, then I think they're going to win. But I, I don't like... I don't see this Games being like this. I don't. I don't see this being the game without everyone's like, "Oh man, that Titans offense really broke out, huh?" Who would like, they break out against the first game of the season? They beat they the crushed, Browns. They crushed yeah, Cleveland. Okay. And yeah, never mind. Are the Browns any better than Denver? Talent wise, yeah. Talent wise, yeah. On paper, yeah, you would think the Browns defense is probably as would be as talented. That's I what mean, I really don't like about the Browns. Is on paper they're this amazing team, but they have no chemistry, no leadership. No offensive and no, line. No identity and no direction. And their coach does not know how to... They have too many mouths to feed. It's a lot. I don't even think that matters because so far Odell has said all the right things about not caring about his stats as long as he helps the team win. Like, he wants to see his teammates do well. Mm-hmm. So he's said all the right things. It's. I think it's a matter of they're trying to... I think they think it's too many mouths to feed. So even if someone is yeah, saying... they're forcing things to If people. someone's saying, like, no, it's not that, mm-hmm. like, they're still like, well, I don't know. I think it might be, like... I don't know about the Browns, man. They're stressful. But enough well, on the Browns. Who uh, else do you have? So those are my two my two biggest bets. I will. Are you um, betting those just straight up, or are you parlaying them? I'm gonna. Uh, no, I'm gonna bet each one straight up. Uh, I don't feel like tying those together. I don't trust those. I do have some parlays though. The parlays I'm looking at. 
I like the Eagles outright, uh, plus 130. You said it was up to plus 145. It is. And the Saints, plus one. The Saints getting a point. Why does the point matter? You just take the even. I'm taking the point. You really think Jacksonville's going to... If I can get a, if I can get the Saints in a point, if I can get the Saints plus one, I'm going to take that. All right, so that parlay gives you three to one odds. Watch me lose by one point. I'm Hey, <laughs> I like that one, so that's going to be my first parlay, mm-hmm. is Eagles outright, uh, Saints plus one. And then the other parlay I really like is also three to one odds, but um, that's Cardinals plus one twenty over the Falcons. Oh, it's up to. I think it's one twenty-five. I, I think it's always been one twenty-five. I was one twenty when I saw it uh, yesterday morning. Cardinals. Oh, it's down to one fifteen. Oh, it's down to one. Oh, okay. I, think, I think the Cardinals are going to win too. People are onto it. Okay, so this was <laughs> Cardinals plus one fifteen, mm-hmm. and then I'm taking the over in that game. It's over fifty-two. Against the Falcons. Yeah, that's the same. I don't um, I don't trust either of these defenses. They're probably trash. Matt Ryan is the the best worst player. He will look the best against the worst teams, and then he will have just truly awful abysmal games the rest of the time. I think that this is a game that is gonna go back and forth. Um I think the Cardinals are I'm not gonna say rolling. They had that win last week. Um I I can't say rolling, but uh they, uh, I think they're figuring it out. It's in Arizona. I think the stadium will be a little more excited. Um, if they can just limit Julio Jones. Um, this season, the Atlanta running game has not really been no. been too hot to trot. Um, so I like yeah, I like putting those two together. I like the Cardinals, plus 115, and then just parlay that with the over for that game. Uh, it's probably going to be... I'm seeing it. I'm guessing at least like 34 to... To thirty or like to twenty eight, like that's what I'm saying. Like it might, yeah. it might get close to fifty two, but I think it just ekes out the over. Yeah, both those teams are in the bottom third of the of the league in defense. Um, I think they're low in offense too, but there's nothing that makes an offense play better than well, playing a bad defense. I like the I like the over in that game because the um, Cardinals give up four hundred and eight yards a game. That is true. So. Yeah. And, like, I mean, you still have Devontae Freeman, you still have Julio Jones, you still have Mohamed Sanu. It's just a matter of whether Matt Ryan's going to decide he wants to be good or not. This could also completely backfire. This could be a game where uh, where Chandler Jones and Terrell Suggs and the Cardinals defense sack Matt Ryan eight times and hold him to three points. And it's 28-3 to three or something Atlanta's like that. Atlanta's 10th in offense. So yeah. that, that bodes well, but I don't even see... Where is Arizona? Well, Atlanta just got shut down oh, by, by Houston. Last week, Houston's yeah. defense they didn't shut them down. They scored like thirty. They scored thirty points. That's good offense. That's just bad defense. And they gave up fifty three. Yeah, so that's that. I mean, you can win a game with thirty points. The offense did their job. I don't know. Did they not? I, I thirty points. I wouldn't say they did their. You job. You don't think a team can win with thirty points? If the other team is scoring fifty three, no, that's not. That's but yeah, but the offensive players can't play on the defensive side of the ball. How many games have they broken thirty points this uh, year? I mean, we don't need to talk about all that, but. They are tenth in offense with three hundred and eighty yards a game. I'm I'm really glad, but if they can't, if they score thirty points mm-hmm. and that doesn't win the game, I mean I guess that doesn't that's, matter. That's kind of why we picked the that's, Cardinals to that win. Doesn't, huh? Yeah, that's I guess that we're talking about the over here. Um, and then all right, so who else do you have on that? Uh, that one, that's just those. I just have those two teams. I try not to get too complicated. Oh really? I don't like sweating out like hey. I have to wait for the end of this Ravens game now, or hey, I have to wait for this. Like, oh, gotcha. I try I just to just like I try to throw two or three together that mm-hmm. I can get good odds on. Like feel pretty good about both of these, um, and to get three to one, like that's fine with me. I don't need to get. I don't. Need Philly to get, New Orleans is 
That's a, uh, that's a good one, too. I didn't write down the Saints, but... Uh, or, no, I did write down the Saints. Philly, New Orleans is just such a good... I have so many wild parlays, it's crazy, but I'm going to be, like, ecstatic if they hit. What? Well, the one I think so is... what's your, your big parlay? That's the one I remember you were excited when you placed it. So, I don't touch anything really over six teams, because that's just, you know... I've hit parlays over six teams, and that's feel, that feels awesome, but it's, like... So I'm usually going, oh, I guess I do have one over, I have, yeah, I went crazy this week. I have a seven and a nine. Good week to go crazy. But then, then I have a four and a six. So my, the one I think is actually going to hit is the New Orleans, is uh, New Orleans, Philly, Seattle on the over. I think that I feel, I feel pretty confident in that. Um, and that's going to cover the rest of my crazy parlays. I have uh, Philly, New Orleans, the over, but I bought some points there. So it's over 45. And then I have uh, San Francisco plus five, Houston and Arizona, which I don't think are wild. I don't think right. I don't think that's crazy. Um, the and that's like a hundred to one odds. It's yeah, but we'll see. The one that you bought the points for, which one was that that you bought the extra? Uh, I bought the over on the Detroit Green Bay game, so it goes okay. from forty six point five to forty five. That's what I thought. Okay. And then I bought uh, plus one and a half on San Francisco, so they're plus five, which I don't think they're going to necessarily win. Like I'm taking the Rams to win, but I'm not betting on the Rams to win. But I think the Rams will win. Mm-hmm. But I think they can cover five points, right? I, I think not win at least cover. Yeah, I think it'll end up being like those division twenty seven, twenty three. Those something. division games are always close, and it'll be competitive. Too. Even when the Niners weren't good mm-hmm. or the Rams weren't good, they would always play the Seahawks or the the whoever. They would play really good close games. Uh, one team that neither of us mentioned that I I'm wondering if this is a trend going forward is Dallas. So Dallas oh, yeah. has the Jets this week. Yeah. The Jets finally getting Sam Darnold back. Right. I don't know why they would throw him in to this after their offensive line just gave up 10 sacks. Um, they're trying to pop that spleen. To the Eagles. They, yeah, they're like, hey, your spleen's good? Cool, we're going to throw you out there so you can die. Um, are you, is that still either way a stay away because you don't trust Dallas? Or is that something you just uh, forgot about? No, I, I I didn't touch it just because the odds aren't good. Like... Dallas is like minus three fifty, or they were um, they were minus five hundred until it was announced that Darnold came back. Right, and now they're they're minus uh, yeah minus three fifty. Okay, so Dallas is gonna win. I mean, yeah, like Dar- Darnold's coming back from mono, which is different coming back from like a sprained ankle. Yeah, it's a little because you don't know how he's gonna feel. Um, Dallas does have a good defense. I really do like their linebacker core. I actually picked up. Uh, Van Der Esch and the Cowboys <laughs> defense in our fantasy league and over the Bears bye week and Malcolm Jenkins. I picked up uh, the 49ers defense and one of my quarterbacks is Jared Goff. So that should tell you everything wow. you need to know. Uh, no, I'm rolling with Kyler Murray for that one. So then would you say the Jets are... What's your underdog of the week? Like what's The your Jets like? are the best worst team I've seen because they have great players but they don't know how to play together yet. Well, they... But they don't have like a number one receiver. That's the one thing I'll say. I don't know if they have a coach. No, I, probably I think not. Adam Gase is arguably the worst coach in football right now. Worse than Zach Taylor. The Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, way worse. I trust. I trust Zach Taylor more than Adam Gase you, you, because Adam Gase did. He had his good coordinator season with uh, Peyton Manning. Right. With arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. You know what makes Adam Gase the best? Hmm. I'm sorry, not Adam Gase. You know what makes Zach Taylor better than Adam Gase? Hmm. Filthy Brady. Did you hear about that? No. I was watching the game live, and I heard them use it. They used Filthy Brady as an audible call. It was the greatest thing ever, and the play was successful. So I think they need to. I think they need to incorporate more Filthy Brady. 
And that the Bengals had Filthy Brady? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you just hear uh, Red Rifle yelling out, Filthy Brady. It was hilarious. It was all over Twitter for like 10 minutes and then they sucked again. Oh, man, I don't know how I missed that. But yeah, I, I mean, the Jets are are a team that I've never liked the Jets. I liked Arnold a lot. Obviously, the USC, USC connection, it was cool seeing him in the Coliseum and then like I was a little disappointed he got drafted to the Jets of all teams. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll watch Jets games now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, yeah, they're just not a good team. They are poorly coached. They came out of that game last week. I mean, I guess I get that Luke Falk is the third-string quarterback. Right. But that game plan did nothing to support him. And that game against the Eagles was out of the Jets' bye week. The it, Jets had a week yeah, off and looked, then came an, an extra week to prepare for this. They looked like they had like four days. They and looked it looked like, like came off a Thursday. It game. looked like they were like, oh, it was Monday and now we play Thursday. Let's go. Like, it looked like they had two days. Oh, man. Or they, they came back from London or something. Like, I don't understand. Um, so I think Darnold gets crushed. I think the Dallas defense is good. But yeah, the odds just simply aren't. I like the Jets it. against weaker opponents. Like, if it was like the Jets against the Dolphins, obviously I'm taking the Jets. I would take the Jets, but I would probably still sweat it out because teams like that just find ways to lose. Like the Bills game. No one thought the Bills were going to be that good. And then the Jets had their lead. It was like 17-3 to or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they lose. Like, and they lose and like give up all these points in the late. And I just, I don't know. The Jets defense not having C.J. Mosley has seemingly turned their entire season on its head. I mean, even Sam Darnold getting mono I don't think has been as big of a Big an issue as losing their their big flashy free agent signing on defense. Um, so then, if if not Dallas or the the Jets, what's your what's your underdog of the week? See, it's interesting that you say that because there's so many good underdogs that I have like five. Um, I'm talking like under underdog, like okay. Eagles Eagles. Because I'm, like, I'm like the Eagles are technically an underdog. The Saints are technically an underdog. Like no, they're even. They're not. Underdogs. They're even. Okay, um, I don't know why I keep saying that. But oh, you know what? The Saints are minus one hundred five now. <laughs> Not, no longer even. I'm glad I got that on even. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the Texans also improved too. Uh, underdog of the week. God, I really I, I Houston against Kansas City. You okay. know what I mean? Because so that's think the big. The reason I didn't pick the Dolphins, even though I think the Dolphins are going to win. So, oh, just don't step on mine. I got <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, I, I'll actually have a counterpoint to your Dolphins theory. But um, I really like the Texans are coming off two really good performances. The offensive line of Kansas City has not been awesome. Um, they have... Uh, who's that guy they got hurt? Wiley? Remember the offensive lineman that stepped on Mahomes' foot? Yeah. He got hurt. He got... Yeah. So that's an off, that's another offensive line injury. And you're going against J.J. Watt and I think, what, Jadavion Clowney still plays for Houston? He plays in Houston? He does not. He plays in Seattle. You're right. I forgot about that trade. So it's it's J.J. Watt and that's about it. It's J.J. Watt, dude. He's one of the best to ever play. And they have a good rush. He's, he's one of the best ever, like, five weeks a year. Like, five weeks well, a year, we're like, oh, he'll go man, quiet and look how huge game. He'll have some one huge game or some spectacular play where he, like, dives six feet to knock the ball out of the prime, he was the best. Oh, 100%. He was, he was the first de- uh, defensive, right, to win an MVP? But, um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously Kansas City is, everybody loves Kansas City, right? In offense, you know, They've thrown up 444 yards a game. Um, the issue I have is their defense. I'm going to see what they're looking like in defense right now. Oh, this um, is interesting. What's up? Did you see the Rams are, pl- are minus 160 against the 49ers? Yeah. 49ers they were, they plus were minus 140? They were minus 180. 
coming into the week. That's kind of a that's kind of interesting. I didn't see that one. Um. Oh God, who was I just thinking? Kansas City, right? Kansas City is twenty fifth in defense. Like their defense is not great uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Houston's defense isn't that good either. They're twentieth. Right. But I don't know, man. I just I really think Deshaun Watson's gonna have another big game. I mean. Him having a big game against the Chiefs. Him, him having a big game is like it really, 350 yards and like three touchdowns. Oh no! I yes, but I mean him having a good game completely rests on how his offensive line does. If yeah. the Chiefs can get any pressure on him, mm-hmm. it's going to be a problem. He's a good runner, though. He's a good runner, but he's going to be more mobile than Mahomes this week. That's I, for sure. I don't think he's looking to run as much though. Like no, he doesn't want to, but it, he can. it's not. Yeah. Um, so, and like, I trust, uh, Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. He's a good thrower. He is. He's, he's a really, he's a really good quarterback. Everybody was talking about, he was huge until he got hurt. Right. And Pat and Mahomes he's, had his big, yeah, but yeah, Deshaun Watson's rookie year, he was. So, that's my, that's my upset of the week. Let's, let's hear about your, let's, let's hear this. All right. Upset, so. upset with a porpoise here. I've got the Dolphins. Stupid. Plus 150 against the Washington Redskins. In Miami, over-under is set at 41 points. I'm not touching that because I think this game is going to be terrible. I didn't want to watch it. I think the Redskins and the Dolphins both could lay claim to being the worst team in sports. Um, the Dolphins are obviously like performing the football equivalent of the Philadelphia 76ers process from a few years ago. Uh, the Dolphins traded almost all of their best players. They still have a few left. And they are just hoarding draft picks and assets. At least they have a plan. Exactly. Now on Washington's, the other side of Washington's the ball, just dysfunctional. Washington is a team that thinks they're wheeling and dealing, but they have no idea what they're doing. And I'm going to bet against that every single chance I get. I understand that the Dolphins have not won a game. I understand that they have looked absolutely abysmal in the first two games. They were outscored 100 to nothing. I don't care. I think the Redskins' dysfunction, um, I know I told you that the Redskins, the only thing that makes me nervous is the Redskins just fired their coach last week, and you never know. It could be a game where all the team is fired up and they go out and play great, or they're on the other side and they're like, hey, whatever, this season's over. Like, let's, let's get out. I don't want to get hurt in a meaningless game. In a, like, Adrian Peterson is not going to be running hard. Like, well, if there is Chiefs, right? Is he, is he healthy? No, he is not. Oh. It's well, it's Chris Thompson and and Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Um, I just I don't I don't see a world where the Redskins win, and if there was a game for oh, the I Dolphins don't. to win, mm-hmm. I think this would be it. And then I look and see that I get plus one fifty odds on them. I'm not gonna throw that in with anything. That's gonna be that's a bet on its that's own. That's all on its own. But that's funny because I think they're one sixty five now. There's one fifty. Oh really? Yeah. It must have been one sixty five before. It was 160 before. Oh, gotcha. And then I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check again. I feel like this can't be right. And I didn't hop on it when I saw it, and I should have. But Dolphins plus 150, I think, is the, is the underdog. That, that is truly an underdog bet. Yeah, the, literally, you're taking the worst offense and you're, the second worst defense. You're taking two. That's a game that like you're going to bet on, and you're going to watch it, and you're going to have money riding on it. And whether the Dolphins win or lose or whoever you bet on, whatever happens... You're still not going to enjoy the game that you're watching. 
Well, what it all comes down to is Washington has said that they're not going to play Dwayne Haskins. So they're going to keep developing him. But until until maybe later in this year or next year even, mm. it's probably going to be the Colt McCoy show or the Case Keenum show. Yeah. And it, um, this probably sounds absolutely insane, but I trust Josh Rosen to be more explosive than Case Keenum or Colt McCoy. Um, it's not like Miami has better weapons than... Kenyon Drake's good. Kenyon Drake's good. Ballage is good, the backup Kenny runner. Stills? No, he's in Houston. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know. Like research my trades better. Uh, Devontae Parker and Preston Williams are the two, the two big offensive weapons, and I think, I mean, yes, the Redskins have that explosive rookie Terry McCollum, mm-hmm. um, but I just I don't see a world where Case Canham or Colt McCoy can really go out and and razzle dazzle. I think at least there's potential for big plays. For the Dolphins offense with Josh Rosen at quarterback compared to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. Um, I think Rosen has gotten a pretty bad rap. He's been in arguably the two worst situations in football. Poor guy. He was just absolutely thrown to the wolves in Arizona. And then they were like, oh, well, we're going to get rid of you and take Kyler Murray anyways. And now he's in Miami where the team is tanking to probably take Tua. Yeah. Um so that's kind of a bummer for him. Like it kind of, it's got to suck to be like. It does. All right. Well, these guys are clearly just keeping me here for this, but it's a it's a prove it year then. Like get him to a good situation. Get him to a team where, like, say the say the Bears don't want to pay Mitch Trubisky. Would you take a flyer on Josh Rosen? Like, not as expensive if you could trade for him. Like, it would Josh Rosen upgrade the the Bears defense or the Bears offense? No. Oh. No, it's. No, I don't think he's better than Mr. Trubisky. I don't think Mr. I don't like Mr. Trubisky, but I don't think he's he's like a I don't know. He's like a Kirk Cousins in my head. Josh Rosen is or Mr. Trubisky? Mr. Trubisky, like he's not going to win you a championship, but he's, he can win you games. He's athletic, Kirk Cousins, because he, he can run, he can make plays with yeah. his feet. But yeah, that's anyway. I just I think Josh Rosen um, getting pretty bad, pretty, pretty raw deal. That's how I justify it at least for. For taking this, but Dolphins are my So he's, gonna, he's just going to come out pissed off and throw and drop like five touchdowns. I doubt that. <laughs> That's not. Again, um, the over-under is 41, and I suggest stay away from that because that game could go any number. I, oh, God. I, think, I don't think I put that in any of my parlays. I really hope I didn't. And if you no, did, see if you can remove it. That's yeah. not. Um, let's go through each of these games and see and, and take our picks. Oh, let's see what we got. Giants-Pats. Never mind, we know that one. I was just, that's the Thursday night game. We're recording that's this Thursday, Thursday afternoon, yeah. That's why we didn't give any advice on it, is because we're recording it uh, Thursday afternoon. If you're listening to this and you don't, and if you want, first of all, if you're taking our advice seriously, good for you. And if you're actually thinking about betting on the Giants, you must live in New York, or you've never watched football before. Or you haven't heard that almost all of the Giants skill position players are out. It's going to be Daniel Jones and Golden Tate <laughs> and against, the the, squad. <laughs> against the Patriots defense, um, Ouchie. which is giving up an average of seven points per game. It's really just a matter, if you're betting the under in that game, it's really just a matter of how many points are the Pats going to score. But again, it's going to be bad weather. It's Yeah, that's So weird. they're going to run the ball and they're not going to have great offense. If think. you bet the under on that game, you're betting on wind. You're, you're betting, betting on, on, yeah, you're on, betting on wind nature. and storm. Uh, Panthers, Bucks in London. In London, I I like the Bucks. I like the Panthers. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's London, so I don't. 
Kind of a toss-up. It depends on James it's Winston a, plays well. But. Would you wake up early to watch that? No. 6.30, you're not going to wake up no. and watch? I might wake up and put it on and fall back to sleep. Hmm. And then I'll wake up b- before the other games start and see, like, oh, Christian McCaffrey has 300 yards or something crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, oh, Jameis Winston has 500 yards and five touchdowns. And, and it's Mike seven Evans interceptions. Has, and Mike Evans has zero catches. No, Chris Godwin, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what Chris, I'm saying. Chris Godwin's been great for me on those, the fantasy team. Those London games, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I try to never bet those. I don't Seahawks, Browns. <sighs> Probably the Seahawks. I really don't like how uncertain you are about that. So I like the, the I like the Browns. I have the family connection there. I, I enjoy the team. Bias. I like, I was, so so it's tough, but I'll probably see how bias. Yeah. Uh, Eagles Vikings. Eagles Eagles. Uh, oh God, Bengals Ravens. The, Ravens should win this. Absolutely, the there's Ravens concern win if they this. don't. And, and there I mean, is real concern there if they don't. If yeah, if that Bengals, if that vaunted Bengals defense can make the Ra- yeah, no, that there's no way. Uh, Saints Jags. Saints. Cool. Uh, oh God, Redskins, Dolphins, we already talked about that. You're going Dolphins, I'm going to take the Redskins. Um, wow. And I know, like, 45 minutes ago, I said that I thought the Dolphins were going to win, but I'm thinking about it more, I just don't, I just don't think about it. Because the organiza- the Miami organization has their plan. Their plan is to tank and draft. Right. So, by losing to Washington, a team that could be worse than them, they're risking their a first-round pick. And I don't think they're, and they're, since their whole plan has been to gather first-round picks... I don't think that they're going to put that in jeopardy. Not that they're going to lose intentionally. Not to not to continue harping on this, but to counter what you've said, the Dolphins, with their trades and things, have accrued already three first-round picks, mm-hmm. including the Steelers' first-round pick. And the Steelers look like a mess right now. I bet they wish they had that pick back. I bet the Steelers do. I bet they wish they did. But I think if there was a game for them to do... This is what I would do mm-hmm. if I was a GM... I would tell the Dolphins offense to go out there. I would tell the coach. I'd be like, hey, you go out there and you make Josh Rosen look like a million dollars. You get him easy plays. You get him 300 yards. You get him a safe game plan that protects the ball, two or three touchdowns. This dude, this Redskins defense is not going to pester anyone. You go out there. You make him look good, and we trade him immediately to get another pick back. We boost his value as hard as we can in this game against arguably the second worst team in sports, and we get him out of here stat for another pick. Because if you want to tank, the tank master is on the bench waiting. Ryan Fitzpatrick is there and ready to throw five <laughs> interceptions a game for the rest of the stretch. You know about Fitzmagic? You don't think he's going to pull off a win just for his own sake, just to keep a backup job? When I was younger, I really... I mean, I still like the Bills, but when I was younger, the Bills were, like, my team. Like, I was like, oh, Bills. And that coincided with the Ryan Fitzpatrick-Bills era. I'm sorry to hear that. And I cannot tell you how many times I have been like, okay, here we go, they're driving, here we go. And wherever he's gone since... I have just waited for the other shoe to drop. New York Jets, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dolphins. I have just never once have I had the belief that that he was going to pull through on something. So I think that the best way to go is to win this game, or at least make Josh Rosen look good, and trade him immediately to, to stash another pick. That's fair. Um, that's what I would do. I mean, I'm sure it's probably a lot more complicated than that. That's what I would do. In Madden, but Madden doesn't really... Well, this is why we don't work for professional sports organizations. I mean, if you're tanking, there's probably worse ways to do it than wasting the the career of a talented young quarterback who could still hold value in the league. 
The Patriots were rumored to be in the mix for trading for him last year when he was still on the Cardinals. And I think that the Cardinals asking price just got too high, so the Patriots were like, nah. But like Yeah, we'll sign Antonio Browns. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're we're not trading that. We're yeah. Niners Rams. Um I mean hard I, I guess the Niners. Okay. It's tough because I'll take the, I'm gonna take the Rams, but I, I like I said I bet on the Niners to cover. That Niners defense just looked too good, too strong, too like again like you got but like how good is Cleveland? So it's like I don't know. I San Francisco stock has to pull back at some point. How they cannot keep ascending? They're not going to go 0 16, right? So what team's going to beat them? The Rams are one of the teams I think can beat them. Okay, but what did what did they just take tons of advantage of? Was a quarterback. Getting pressure on a quarterback that mm-hmm. then made terrible decisions and tried to force throws and couldn't hang on to the ball. Right. And this weekend, even though it's in L.A., they're going against a quarterback that this season has made poor decisions right. and cannot hold on to the ball. Jared Goff has fumbled in, like, I want to say 12 of his last 13, like, something like that. Like, he fumbles, even if he doesn't lose it, he fumbles, it looks, like, at least once a game. He's turned the ball over every game this season in uh, some capacity. I don't and that Niners defense just looked like absolute world beaters. I mean, it's, yes, it's the Browns. yes, the Browns' offensive line is not good because they traded half of it for Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> but it's not like the Rams' offensive line has been as strong as it was last year. They lost two mm-hmm. of their starting five, and it's you. It's shown. You've seen it. You've seen the the regression in the offensive line and in the pass protection, and. It's not. It's not like Jared Goff has been the most dependable this year. He's, he's forced a lot of bad throws. He's turned the ball over a ton. Yeah, but he had he had what five turnovers in the Buccaneers game. They're averaging four hundred yards a game. That's oh, great. Yeah. But they're fifth in offense. They average four hundred yards a game. The funny thing is that San Francisco averages just above that. I was gonna say. I think the Niners' offense is just as. And if it comes down to defenses, but a lot of that I feel like was fluff in that that um, Browns game. Like, Matt Breida's not going to bust off an 83-yard touchdown run every game. He's not going to bust off an 83-yard touchdown run, but he's also probably going to be able to find holes in the Rams' defense. I want to see what the Rams' defense looks like. Because I know uh, Clay Matthews broke his jaw. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't know. I didn't even see they're that. They're 13th in defense, but they're, they're not bad. Their pass defense is a little more suspect. Marcus Peters is getting burned every week now, it seems. Let's see. I want to see what San Francisco's schedule looks like. Um, the thing uh, that I think is most interesting and why this game is going to be so awesome is because this is going to be like the best coaching matchup. Like two young, super smart coaches going head to head. Like it's going to be, and they're both offensive guys. So yeah, that's true. They're, it's going to be such an interesting game. Um, let's see, the Niners have the Rams, then they play the Redskins. Panthers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Packers, Ravens, Saints. Falcons, Rams, Seahawks. So out of those teams, who beats them? Green Bay? That is going to be a good game. Green Bay or... Or Baltimore. I could see the Seahawks taking one of those games. I can too. I could see the Niners. At the, home. I could see the Rams taking the... Because, okay, like, you got to think about the Niners. They're super, super young. Yeah, they're talented. Jimmy G isn't great. He's not a great quarterback. He's good. He's getting better. He's coming back. I mean, he, he looked really good when he first got there. And what's the Niners' record this year? Obviously, the ACL injuries. At the end of the year? Yeah, what's their record? I'm thinking 13-3 and three or 12-4. I was going to say 13-3 and three or 12-4. and four, yeah. So pick three games that they lose. One. I think this is one of them. The Packers game, one of the Seahawks games, and did you say they played the Ravens? 
Yeah. Those would be my three. I don't know. I just don't. The Rams have not looked the same. And if I'm getting the Niners defense that I got last weekend destroying the Browns on Monday Night Football against a just as suspect and hurt offensive line, I and there's talk that Todd Gurley might not even play. If I don't have that type of weapon, even if he's not, even if he's only getting like I said, eight touches on the fields, I bet San Francisco plus five. So I still think they're going to cover. I still think it's going to be really close. I'm just saying, you know, they're not going to win every game. And I think if any of the coaches out there, or the teams out there that can beat them, I think the Rams still have merit. Um, okay, then we've got Falcons Cardinals, battle of horrible teams, battle of the birds. I am going Cardinals. I am too. I don't like... The Falcons are just so, so bad. Dan Quinn might get fired after this game. Like that, He's so bad. He he was... Um, and their the, penalties are ridiculous. He was the second second best odds before the season started for first coach fired. Oh, um, was he really? Jay Gruden was even odds, <laughs> which is why I didn't bet. But um, now it's... Yeah, so I think now for first coach fired, it's a two-horse race. Mm-hmm. I think it's Adam Gase, and I think it's Dan Quinn. Adam Gase just got there, though. They're not going to fire him. He just got there. They're gonna, uh, they, they might fire him next year, but I don't think, I think, I don't think they're going to get him. They're, do you really think they're going to take somebody, bring him in, and then not even let him finish the season? Uh, That's so fast. If that team continues to look this unprepared week to week, then 100% yes. I think... I, th- I mean, it's probably unprecedented in sports to mm-hmm. fire someone that fast. But when the results are as bad and as as just like six, discouraging, six weeks in, we changed our mind. We're good. Well, the the Jets drafted Sam Darnold last year, right? Then they brought in Adam Gase this off season. They didn't just draft him last year. Yeah, this is his third year. This is his second year. No, dude. I'm yeah, sure this is his third year. Hold on. I'm all right. I don't. did Darnold. Well, if there's one thing that we've learned today, so I don't know rosters. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep talking because I know I'm right on this. So they drafted Sam Darnold last year, mm-hmm. and they bring in Adam Gase. And reportedly, Adam Gase is not a fan of Sam Darnold. Whatever, man. And would rather bring... Was I right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, there we go. And would rather bring his own quarterback in. So if I'm the Jets, and I just spent a second overall pick on Sam Darnold as my quarterback of the future, and I believe in him, and I bring in this coach, and this coach tells me he wants a different quarterback, and then this coach proceeds to put out the most uninspired, vanilla, horrible game plans that you've seen... I think something's got to give there. And if I'm the Jets as an organization, I think if you believe in the quarterback, you have to keep the quarterback. You have to... If you believe in he's him great, enough... He's a great talent. You're not he, there's a lot of potential there. And I think it's more likely that, given Adam Gase's track record for failing as a coach in mm. Chicago and Miami now, right. and so far in New York, it's a lot... It, to me, it's fair to say that Darnold is the better investment. Like, I would rather keep Sam Darnold and find a coach that could be his Sean McVay and coach him up than imagine that there's a quarterback out there that needs Adam Gase's offense in his life. That's fair. On the topic of Sam Darnold, uh, I'm not going to go outright on this one because we know the answer, but do you think the Cowboys cover 7.5 now that Darnold's back? Yeah, they probably cover it. Because Dallas loves looking good against terrible teams. That's like Dak Prescott's bread and butter. That was like Dak Prescott's. Hey, I'm gonna ask for forty million dollars. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I was listening to Colin Cowherd this morning, and he was talking about the like the Dak Prescott like contract thing, and he was like, you know what? I think Jerry Jones is gonna do. He's gonna wait for them to have this huge rough stretch on their schedule, and then uh, 
And then he's going to call up Dak Prescott's agent and be like, hey, yeah, no, I've been really busy. Let's talk about your contract now. Well, here's a stretch for the Cowboys. They have the Jets this weekend. So they, they started the season against the Giants, who still had Eli, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. And they obviously were 3-0. And they scored 30-plus 30, 30 points every game. Yeah. Then they played their first good team when they played the Saints. They only scored 10. Yeah. Their defense looked good, but they only scored 10. Then last week they lost 34-24 to to the Packers, and I don't think that that game was ever particularly close. Those are two top five teams, though. Right. So then they have the Jets, and then they have the Eagles, mm-hmm. the Giants again, and then listen to this stretch after that second Giants game. They have the Vikings in Dallas. They go to Detroit to play the Lions. They go to Foxborough to play the Patriots. They host the Bills the week after that which is the Thanksgiving game. So that's four days after the Patriots game, they host the Bills on Thanksgiving. They play the Bears, the Rams, the Eagles again, and end the season with the Redskins. At least it'll end on a positive note. That's a hard schedule, man. So after that Giants game, after that second Giants game, the first week in November, Mm -hmm. if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm calling every week. I'm calling after the Vikings game. I'm calling after the Lions game. calling after the Patriots game. Like... I can see world. I can see that where they beat the Vikings. Where they beat the Vikings, I can see them beating the Lions even in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the Patriots, I mean, obviously the Cowboys. I can they, see them beating the Bills too. They should beat the Bills. The Bears, it depends on quarterback situation and defense and everything. But I can see the Bears defense absolutely embarrassing the Cowboys. Speaking of which, what happened to Mitch Trubisky? Oh, he separated his shoulder. Is he out? He's out for. I don't know if he's back next week, but he's out for last week and then for. I believe this week he's already been declared out. Because I didn't even know. Like, I turned on the Bears game against the Raiders, and I saw mm-hmm. Chase Daniels playing. I was like, what the fuck happened to Mitch Trubisky? Well, that's the funny thing is Mitch Trubisky got hurt, like, three like three plays into their game two weeks ago. Oh. And Chase Daniel came in, and the offense looked good, and it was explosive and put up points, and the defense was strong. And everyone was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. There's the Bears we need. And then they came out this week. And Chase Daniel did not look that much better than Mitch. Uh, so now they're kind of just stuck in quarterback hell, mm. where they don't know who to, what do we pick, who do we take. Um, but back to Dallas, yeah, I think after after that first game in November against the Giants, it's going to be a rough stretch. And it would not surprise me to see reports coming out that Jerry's offering different contracts the rest of the way. 20, like 28, 29. I don't think he'd offer him that much. I can see him getting signed for just shy of 30. Because he wants like 33, 35. He, well, apparently he turned down 30 and asked for 40. He knows he's not going to get 40. And I think he thought There's he had a no, chance after that first few. No way he's going to get 40. I'm going to say 25. No, I say 20, 28, 29. We'll Would see. you pay? We'll see. Would I pay him? Yeah. Things are going good. But the problem is he's got a lot of people he has to pay. He's got to pay Cooper. He already Cooper's paid the offense, the or no, the defender. He already paid Zeke, and he's yeah. I think Cooper still he's up. Pay Cooper, I, they have they have like I think six or seven free agents. But if you were if you were a GM and mm-hmm. you you got the chance, like say Dallas is like we're gonna wait until the end of the season and figure out what we have. Yeah, would you swoop in and be like Dak thirty million? Let's go. Who's the team? Pick a team. What team? Like pick a team that needs a quarterback and tell me. There's so many. How would I choose? Um. Just if you were if you were the the not the Vikings because Kirk's is all guaranteed so there's, they're not getting rid of that no. the Bears or uh, the Panthers even if they decide to split from Cam Newton oh that would be interesting so 
Would you be like, you know who I want as my franchise quarterback? Dak Prescott. If I was the Panthers, I'd move off Cam for Dak. Yeah. At $30 million a year, though? Yeah, dude. They don't because the... Cam's... Dude, Cam's done. The narrative on on Dak being good against bad teams is... is Look at their division. They is live, getting they a live little... In, they live in a division of bad teams. Except for, I mean, the Saints, yeah, but like... But they don't capitalize on it the way that the Patriots have, and they're notoriously soft division. That's because Cam sucks, dude. Cam hasn't played good football in, like, five years. Oh, no, I'm talking... I'm talking... Cowboys. Like, Dak on the Cowboys oh, has, has oh, underwhelmed. Gotcha. And has not picked on that division. Um, but, oh, but yeah, anyways. I, uh... I just don't... I don't have faith in Dak. I don't have... And when we've seen how quarterback, how paying mediocre quarterbacks, huge contracts can hamstring a team and can really make it t- tough for them, I just don't know that that Dak is. I don't think he's mediocre. I just think he's he's good. He's not Andy Dalton. He's like he's good, but he's not Aaron he, Rodgers. He's not. No, he's not elite. He's not great. He's good. Okay, let me ask you this then. Because a quarterback that I've always, we've talked about it already, and I've always liked is Matt Stafford. Who do I take, Dak or Matt Stafford? If if you could put Matt Stafford on this Dallas team or the Dallas team from last year with that offensive line and the the weapons that Dallas has had with like the elite running back in Ezekiel Elliott, does Matt Stafford win more games for the Cowboys than Dak Prescott did? Or if you put Dak on the Lions, like if you swapped both of them. Dak would be worse, Stafford would be better. Because it's just a better team. But Right. I mean, even when he had Megatron, it was not like he was going to the playoffs. He also didn't have a running game, and he didn't have an offense That's other true. than Megatron. Yeah, I mean, I guess it it's kind of easy to shut down the Lions offense when you point at the one receiver they have <laughs> and say, hey, we just have to put three people on him. He might still catch them. But we have to put three on him. They're not going to run it. And the offensive line, if, nuts. if we pressure them, he's going to fall apart. Like, he's not going to be able to make good decisions and throw quick. I mean, Dak has the athleticism and the ability to to elude and evade at least a bit and mm-hmm. to kind of extend a play. But I just think there's too many too many teams where if you put him in the starting spot instead of whoever they have, it doesn't... It doesn't move the needle. It doesn't swing. No. I mean, he's helped a lot by the roster, but it's also... I mean, Jerry's got to make a decision because he's getting old, man. He wants to win. That's the thing. Is That's what's going to get Dak his money. But is, who's out there that he can sign that's going to win a championship like right now? I don't think any... He should sign Brady. Um, he should trade for Eli. <laughs> Titans and Broncos. I'm going to take the Titans. Yeah, I am too. Uh, and this is probably the ugliest, least favorite game that I'm not going to watch. Sunday night... Steelers and Chargers. In LA, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be probably 80% Steelers fans still. Um, yeah. Devlin Hodges getting the start, probably. Bro, watch them upset the Chargers. Because the Chargers aren't great. Uh, I've, I'm honestly going to take the Steelers. Are you really? I will. You're yeah, not Steelers. I'll pick the Steelers. Do you think they're going to play in the same way they played Mason Rudolph against the Bengals? No. I think Devlin Hodges can do a little bit more, actually. I think I was a little more encouraged by what... What I saw from Hodges over what I'd seen from Rudolph over the first couple couple starts for him, I know it's crazy, and I feel bad saying it because Mason Rudolph got absolutely destroyed on that hit, and I hope he is okay. Mm. I don't think he should rush back at all. I think he needs no to. Point. I needs to. He needs to play it safe. But um, 
I think Hodges gives them actually a little more explosiveness, which is a sentence I never thought I would say. See, the Chargers are top third in the league in defense and offense. They're 11th and 12th, respectively. And, like, Pittsburgh's a 13th ranked, 14th ranked defense. That's... But their offense is, like, 29th. That's a little bit misleading, though, because the Chargers, no team is, gets hurt more than the Chargers. Like, every week there's yeah, some part type of, the of game, injury. Though. Everybody gets it's hurt. part of the game, but it happens, like, clock, where you could set your watch to the Chargers getting hurt. Like, when Hunter Henry went out in training camp... Mm-hmm. Were you surprised? No. No. When, I'm surprised Keenan Allen hasn't been hurt yet. When Derwin James, or I don't think it's Derwin James. Edron James? No, the corner The corner for, is it Derwin James? Whoever the cornerback is. I think it's Edron. Or is that the running back? I believe that was the running back from years ago. Um, it was Derwin James. Okay, cool. When he broke his foot, I was like, oh my god, there goes the Chargers defense. Because mm-hmm. he was like one of the top corners, or top safeties last year off of his rookie year. And I was like, okay, cool. He's going to come back and be even better. And he breaks his foot. And it's like, all right, well, there goes that. He's lost for almost a season. And then it's just always something with that. I love football, man. It's Yeah, right? It's um, what a um, What a sport. I never told you. I got to tell you my parlay hedge. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Because well, I, picked, I picked up all the teams. Last game, Lions-Packers. Pack, uh, Packers. Packers. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm taking Packers. I, I don't know why. I'm going to take the Lions. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's end on this parlay. All right. So, my, all right. So I got. I'm still taking the over in that in that Green Bay game. Okay. Because I think that's a no brainer. Did you bet that one down again, or did you? Are you just taking the straight over? I'm just taking a straight. Okay. Um, Saints, Eagles, big in Cleveland, in this parlay. Right. Cleveland um, outright or points? Outright. Okay. Um, and so because they only get two points. Right. I could have bought points against for a field goal, a three and a half field goal. So if they lose by a field goal, I could have, you know, covered that. But could have yeah. double hedged. But like, I don't think it's gonna happen. So it's like, oh, whatever. Um, so this is the framework of my first parlay that I'm confident in minus the Seahawks. Okay. So I looked at my first parlay and thought, where am I going to lose? And I thought I was going to lose that on the Seahawks, mm-hmm. uh, based on the fact that the, the Cleveland came out and was embarrassed. Um, and so I changed that. So that framework has changed based on that. So if this doesn't hit, I don't think it's going to hit because of the Seattle game. If it doesn't, this one stays alive. And then I've got the Rams, who I do think will win, but won't cover. So I bet on them outright. And then Dallas, which is a lock. Oh, so you did bet on Dallas. I did. I did not realize that until 35 seconds ago. That is the Dallas Cowboys betting experience in a nutshell. Oh, I did bet on that. That's right. Bummer. Um, So Dallas is a lock. I have my framework hedge against the first bet. The only two teams that are variables are Arizona and the Rams. And I don't think the Rams, it's unreasonable. And I... I don't think it's unreasonable for the Cardinals to win. No, I I mean, I'm surprised that I'm saying this, but I'd be more surprised that the Rams won than I would if the Cardinals win that game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, so out of out of those, which team do you think is going to ruin that for you? Out of this one? Out of that, it's got to be Cleveland. Cardinals. Right? Oh, Cardinals, yeah. really? Because I'm not worried about Cleveland ruining it because it's the framework of my first parlay. Mm-hmm. So if they if Cleveland screws me over, I'm actually secured somewhere else. Got a hedge. And then in this bet, the second parlay here, it's still Saints Eagles. I still have the over, even though it's 45. San Francisco plus five in Arizona. So if that happens and I get screwed over, Dallas is a lock. So if the Rams screw me over, I'm secured here at plus five. The only thing is Arizona's got to win. All right. So you're gonna be you're gonna be white knuckling. And you put how much on that one? Oh, I know. I put on this one. I put a lot of money. 
I mean, I mean this this particular one, this this one you're you're well, describing for us. Yeah, your your hedge bet, your foolproof hedge. But it's not foolproof. I'm probably gonna like the Cardinals are probably gonna lose. Um, don't don't bash. The- you know what? I might actually hedge again against this, be- and just leave this the same and change the Arizona one because I, I think what we'll a betting str- what a betting strategy. Listen to that, guys. Make one bet, hedge against that, and then hedge against the hedge. And just just spend as much money as you can to break even. No, it'll pay out. Covers the losses. It'll, uh, yeah, I mean, breaking even is better than losing money, right? I guess. Because, look, if I, if I take this same parlay, the framework is the same, but I've hedged twice against my two other parlays, and then I hedge the Arizona. When you go to Vegas and you play, you play roulette, mm-hmm. do you bet one black and one red? I've never been to Vegas. Wow, okay. Does that not surprise you? <laughs> No, that, so that, I've got, that does surprise me. I'm surprised you would have never gone. So but. on this this hedge bet, I've got thirty dollars down to pay out twenty three fifty. See, I just I don't. And then I get the I get the the enticing of of the hedge, but I just feel like it just it just it just increases my chances of pulling back money. But it limits your odds. Like it limits your like yeah, I hedged. So now I'm betting on all these. Like it'd be like if you hedged. And use the Patriots as one, like Patriots minus twelve hundred or minus whatever they're no, at now. Not necessarily because none of these teams have are huge. The only team that's a huge favorite is Dallas. So the the safe hedge is just as big a risk as the other one because you're like, all right, Arizona might ruin this for me. All right, Cleveland might ruin this for me. That's why I was suggesting hedging against Arizona. And then the you, same parlay. So then you have your third hedge. You know what? At the end of the day, the Vikings are going to win. I'm going to lose all of them. Yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's, that's it. That's, if I wanted to be smart, I would bet. Hedge against the the Eagles. I would hedge against the Eagles. Honestly, I would hedge. Uh, Probably something like the the Vikings, the Vikings, the Saints. Cowboys, and the Saints. Yeah, and then like or probably the Vikings, the, the Ravens, and I'd the still Cowboys take and tease the over, it. I'd probably still take the over under forty five. Oh yeah, I want to see. What, let's see what that. I want to see what that pays out. See, look at this. Look at this. There's nothing like. There's nothing better for gambling than playing it safe. You should like want me to win because I told you I'd buy drinks if we won. If I won. No, that's true. Let's. All right, what did we say here? If we you got bet your thirty and win twenty, then we'll hit happy hour what? in the islands. Thirty. You bet, said you bet thirty to uh-huh. win twenty three, right? Or thirty three to win twenty three? No, twenty two thousand three hundred fifty one dollars. Oh, so you? It didn't sound like that. It sounded like you said twenty three to win thirty three. Oh no, that's stupid. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I was like, that's why is he dumb. hedging to win twenty dollars? I don't even think you could place a bet on five teams that would pay out that little. <laughs> what did we say? The Saints, the Vikings, and Dallas. And Dallas or um, Dallas, and then the over under in that game, right? Yeah. Where are you, Green Bay? Um, hi, Packers. Where are you? They're at the bottom because it's the Monday game. No, I couldn't find them. They're not here. They canceled the betting. Come on, Bovada. Too many people. Too many people betting on it. Shameless they, plug for Bovada right there. They canceled the betting. Right, maybe they did. All right. Well, we'll put that together. We'll can let, I, we'll let you know. Those? Green Bay. Nah, man. See, now I'm really gonna be thinking about that Arizona hedge. Okay, well, I guess that's gone. Even if I just did um, these three. Ooh, where are the Cowboys? Here we go. Here we go. Drum roll. And what What do you think? $10? It's three to one odds. So That's actually I, not a bad one. I think that's probably actually safer than this other hedge that you have. I mean, I, I get that the other hedge is a little, little better odds, a little more. But, like, mm, yeah, because if, you, if you're worried about the Vikings-Eagles, like, if that's what you're trying to hedge against, that seems like a pretty safe... Like to be able to tease that and get three to one. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll spend like a thousand dollars on it. Cover all my. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Just cover all the expenses. Co- just cover all my expenses, but then lose all the money that I might win somewhere else, right? 
And breaking even. That's the name. That's, <laughs> that's the name that's, of the game. That's how you win here, I guess. So, all right, guys. I think that'll do it. Um, we will be back next week to review how much how, money Logan lost. Yeah, how our how our uh, how our betting actually went, and then uh, at some point we'll probably try to get um, something out before the NBA season starts as well. A lot of good future bets and prop bets for this NBA season. Uh, so be sure to like and subscribe, follow along, and uh, let us know. Let us know. Uh, what your what your safe bet is? Let us know what your your big bet is, or who what team you're feeling, or or who hasn't steered you wrong yet, and we'll uh, we'll see what we can figure out. Good luck to all of you out there. Yeah, good luck. We'll we'll see you guys later. Actually, good luck to me. I need it. <laughs>